Amazing Wildlife, the educational series dedicated to the wonders of the animal kingdom. On this episode, we celebrate the original panda. Found in the treetops of the Himalayan forest, it's the red panda. The endangered South Asian river dolphins are only found in the fresh waters of the Ganges and Indus rivers. Asia's largest land animal is home in a variety of habitats, the powerful and iconic Asian elephant. Featuring the world's most fantastic animals, amazing wildlife. Red pandas are the original panda. They were discovered by zoologists over 48 years before the black and white giant panda bear. Ever since their discovery, red pandas have baffled scientists with how to classify them. They are about the size of a raccoon and with a bear-like body, so when they were first cataloged, red pandas were put into the raccoon family, and then later placed in the bear family. They are not related to giant pandas, but are thought to possibly be distantly related to raccoons, weasels, or skunks. Red pandas are now classified as the only member of their own family, Iluridae. The red panda's scientific name, Ilurus fulgens, means fired-colored cat. The red panda goes by many common names, including lesser panda, red cat bear, Himalayan raccoon, shining cat, and the fire fox. Red pandas are native to the high-altitude forest of the Himalayas. Arboreal in nature, they spend most of their time in trees. They may be able to jump up to five feet, and they use their long tail for balance. They have sharp, semi-retractable claws and flexible ankles that can rotate backwards, allowing them to climb down trees head first. Red pandas live in an often chilly climate, so they are well-suited for life in the cold. Most of the red panda's body is covered in dense fur. The soft, woolly undercoat is protected by long and coarse guard hairs. The soles of its feet are also covered in fur instead of pads like many mammals. The fur may help keep them from slipping on branches and aids in keeping them warm. Red pandas have a red or orange face, black nose, white muzzle, whiskers, and a fuzzy white or yellowish ears. They have facial markings similar to raccoons, such as dark tear tracks under their eyes, which may help keep the sunlight out. White cheek patches on their face, which is said to be almost luminescent and can guide a mother's lost cubs in the darkness. And they have eyebrow-like markings. Their tail, which may measure nearly 20 inches in length, is striped and often has a darker tip. One may think the red panda's rusty fur may stick out among its forest home, but it actually blends in with the moss and lichens that grow on trees and rocks in its habitat. The darker color of their belly makes them more difficult to see from the forest floor. A little bigger than the average house cat, red pandas weigh around 6 to 14 pounds and measure 20 to 25 inches in length, not including that long tail. They are mainly crepuscular, meaning they are most active at dawn and dusk. If it becomes too cold, red pandas may lower their metabolism and are far less active or even almost dormant. Red pandas are often seen in cold weather, curled up on branches, using their furry tail as a pillow or as a scarf to cover their nose. In warmer weather, red pandas can be seen stretched out on tree limbs with their legs dangling. Red pandas and their giant panda neighbors have a false thumb or a modified wrist bone that allows them to grip their favorite food, bamboo. The name panda is believed to come from a Nepalese term meaning bamboo eater. Though red pandas are classified in the order carnivora, about 95% of their diet consists of bamboo. Their eating style differs from the other famous bamboo eater, the giant panda. While the black and white bears will bite off mouthfuls of leaves, red pandas usually eat bamboo one leaf at a time. They will select the most nutritious species of bamboo, 
eating 20 to 30 percent of their body weight and up to 20,000 bamboo leaves a day. They will also eat berries and occasionally eggs, small birds, insects, and other small animals. Their digestive system is more like other carnivores than herbivores and only about 24 percent of plant matter eaten is digested, so red pandas spend a lot of time sleeping to conserve energy. The red panda is currently divided into two subspecies, though some argue they may be treated as two distinct species. The western red panda is native to the Himalayas in Nepal, India, and possibly southwestern Tibet. The Chinese red panda is native to parts of China, Burma, and perhaps eastern Tibet, and parts of its range overlaps with the giant panda. The Chinese subspecies is also slightly larger and darker in color than its western counterpart. In the wild, red pandas are solitary outside of the breeding season, which in the northern hemisphere is January through March. They mark their territory by using scent glands on their feet and anal glands as well as urine and feces. They communicate with body language like head bobbing and tail arcing, and make sounds like whistles, snorts, squeals, twitters, and huff quacks, though they are usually quiet. Gestation lasts 90 to 150 days. The females create nests in a tree hole or hollow stump lined with soft plant material. Litters typically consist of two cubs. They are born with woolly gray-brown fur and are blind. They may stay with their mother until they're eight months to a year old and become fully mature at about one and a half years old. The average life expectancy is around 10 years in the wild, but red pandas can live into their teens in human care. Red pandas are considered endangered. Their global population has declined by 50% over the last 20 years, and there may be as few as 2,500 individuals remaining in their native habitat. They are threatened by habitat loss, poaching, and the illegal pet trade. The Red Panda Network, a conservation organization founded in 2007, and many participating zoos around the world help raise awareness and education of the many threats facing the red panda. The third Saturday of September every year is recognized as International Red Panda Day. Check your local zoo for events and ways you can support the world's original panda. The Red Panda Network is the world's first nonprofit organization dedicated to protecting red pandas. Founded by Brian Williams in 2007, Red Panda Network has become a world leader in efforts to protect red pandas and their habitat. Their work began in one of the most biologically diverse areas in the world that is home to many unique and threatened species, including clouded leopards, Asiatic black bears, and red pandas. Today, the Red Panda Network works with local governments to adopt policies that protect red pandas and their habitats. Their community-based approach is creating sustainable livelihoods and fostering environmental stewardship among the people of Eastern Nepal. While red pandas are growing in popularity, there are still many people around the world who remain unaware of this species or their endangered status. It is imperative that while spreading the word about red pandas, we emphasize conservation. Many accredited zoos around the world support the Red Panda Network's global efforts and also promote International Red Panda Day by hosting many special presentations and activities. We can all be Red Panda ambassadors. Visit redpandanetwork.org to learn about ways you can help save the red panda. Found among the rivers and waterways of India, stretching from the foothills of the Himalayas in the north to the Bay of Bengal in the south, is a sight not many would expect. There in those rivers lives a dolphin, a river dolphin. River dolphins are different than their more famous oceanic cousins like the bottlenose dolphin and killer whale, which are members of the delphinidae family. 
Each river dolphin species is classified in its own unique family. There are four true river dolphins, that is, dolphins that live exclusively in fresh water. They are the Ganges and Indus river dolphins, the Amazon river dolphin known as the Botu, and the Yangtze river dolphin or Baiji, which is sadly believed to be extinct. The South Asian river dolphin is the only living member of the Platanistidae family and is often split into two subspecies, the Ganges river dolphin and the Indus river dolphin. They are only found in the freshwater river systems of South Asia. The rivers they inhabit measure from less than 10 to nearly 30 feet deep. The Ganges river dolphin, also known as the Susu, is found in rivers of India, Bangladesh, and Bhutan, while the Indus river dolphin, also known as the Bulan, is now only found in the Indus River in Pakistan. South Asian river dolphins are light grayish-brown in color and sometimes have pinkish coloration around the mouth or belly. Their snout is long and thin, with sharp teeth exposed, especially near the tip. They have a round, stocky build, a slit on the top of the head for a blowhole, large, broad pectoral flippers and flukes, and a very small dorsal fin. Unlike most other cetaceans, river dolphins also have a distinct neck. They measure around 8 feet in length and weigh between 150 and 200 pounds. Females are typically larger than males. The South Asian river dolphin is also known as the blind dolphin. Their eyes lack lenses and are essentially blind. They may only be able to detect light. However, since the rivers they live in are often murky, visibility would be poor anyway. The river dolphins navigate their habitat and find prey by using echolocation. They send out pulses and clicks and listen for the echoes as the sound bounces off of objects, allowing them to see an image in their mind. They often swim on their sides and use their flexible neck or trail a flipper along the riverbed to stir up prey hiding on the bottom. The river dolphins will use their long snout with a quick snapping action to grab their prey, similar to crocodiles. Their unique side-swimming behavior also allows them to move in shallow water less than 12 inches deep. Of course, being mammals, they must breathe air, and dives usually only last about a minute. South Asian river dolphins are the top predator of their ecosystem. They are fish eaters, or piscivores, and feed mainly on carp and catfish, but may also take gobies and shrimp. They may eat only about two pounds of food a day. The South Asian river dolphin is generally solitary, but may sometimes be found in groups of three to 10 individuals. Following breeding, gestation can last for up to 12 months, and calves are born about half the size of their mother. They are weaned as young as two months or no older than a year old. These dolphins are elusive and shy around people, so studying them has been difficult. Their lifespan and longevity is not well known, but they may live up to 30 years. The Ganges River Dolphin is the national aquatic animal of India. Sadly, the South Asian River Dolphin is one of the most endangered cetaceans in the world. They are threatened by habitat degradation, pollution, and being hunted for their meat. They may become trapped in fishing nets, and the construction of dams separates the dolphins from one another and their migration routes. There may only be around 2,000 Ganges dolphins, and only about 1,800 Indus dolphins remaining in the wild. By protecting the rivers the graceful and unique South Asian river dolphins live in, it helps the other amazing wildlife that share its habitat and the hundreds of millions of people who depend on the river to live. Complete transcripts, show notes, and links for this episode are available at AmazingWildlifePodcast.com. There you can find quick links to your favorite podcasting apps like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and more. Be sure to rate and review the show and help support our ongoing broadcast. 
Join us on Facebook and Twitter and share the wonders of the animal kingdom with amazing wildlife. Asian elephants. Native to various types of habitats, including tropical forests, woodlands, and both dry and swampy grasslands of Southeast Asia. In addition to many areas of the southern Asian continent, they are also found on the Asian islands of Sri Lanka, Borneo, and Sumatra. There are currently three recognized subspecies of Asian elephants, Indian, Sumatran, and Sri Lankan, though the Borneo pygmy elephant could be an additional subspecies. Even though their scientific name, Elephas maximus, means largest or greatest elephant, Asian elephants are smaller than their African cousins, but they are Asia's largest land animal. Weighing 6 to 11,000 pounds or more and measuring 7 to 10 feet at the back. Compared to African elephants, Asian elephants have smaller ears and a domed back. Their skin is gray or brown and sometimes have patches of pink due to depigmentation across their forehead, trunk, and ears. Elephants are the only living member of the order Proboscidea. Asian elephants are the only members of the Elephas genus. The name elephant comes from the Greek word elephas, meaning ivory the substance that makes up an elephant's tusk. The elephant's tusks are upper incisor teeth that grow throughout the animal's life. Only males of the Asian elephants have large visible tusks. They are used for many purposes, such as digging for water, food, salt and minerals, debarking trees, manipulating objects, and for defense. Females and some males have small tusks called tushes that rarely protrude past the lip. The chewing surface of elephant molars have ridges that help them grind plant matter. In Asian elephants, these ridges are long and circular. Elephants go through six sets of molars in their lifetime. Instead of being replaced vertically, elephants replace them horizontally where new teeth develop behind the old ones and progress forward in their mouth. Like people, elephants seem to be left or right-handed, that is, they may have a preference as to which tusk they use. An elephant's most famous feature is their proboscis better known as a trunk. The trunk is formed from the upper lip and nose and is estimated to contain more than 100,000 muscles and tendons. This iconic appendage does not have any bones and only has cartilage in the base of the trunk to separate the nostrils. Asian elephants have a single prehensile finger-like projection at the tip of the trunk, while African elephants have two. These fingers are sensitive and able to pick up delicate small objects. The trunk is incredibly important to the elephant it is used for breathing, smelling, drinking, feeding, manipulating objects, communication, sound production, defense, and with assisting small calves. Despite what you may have seen in cartoons, an elephant doesn't use its trunk as a straw to drink water. Instead, it'll suck up water into the trunk and then pour it into its mouth. The trunk can hold nearly two gallons of water. Elephants will drink up to nearly 50 gallons of water a day. They may also spray water or fling dirt onto their back to help keep cool or to repel insects. The trunk may also pick up molecules and particles in the air, and by transferring them to the Jacobson organ, they may be able to detect things like faraway water sources or the reproductive status of other elephants. The trunk is so powerful it can knock down trees, but so gentle it can pick up just a single blade of grass. It can also be used as a snorkel for swimming in deep waters. Elephants eat grasses, leaves, branches, barks, and fruits. They use less than 50% of the food they eat. To compensate for this, they eat between 160 and 330 pounds of food and spend up to 16 hours feeding every day. But with a lot of food comes a lot of dung. An elephant may defecate as much as 20 times per day. The dung plays an important part in the elephant's role in the ecosystem. 
It helps spread seeds and provides food for birds and insects. The elephant's skin ranges from almost paper thin to one and a half inches thick and is generally smoother on Asian elephants than their African counterparts. This thick skin has led elephants and other thick-skinned animals to be known as pachyderms. However, despite its thickness, it is also very sensitive. Elephants can even detect seismic vibrations in their feet and may have an advanced warning to natural disasters like tsunamis. Asian elephants live in herds of around 8 to 12 individuals, led by an older, more experienced female. The females usually stay with their herds for their whole life, while males may leave once they reach puberty between the ages of 8 and 13. Young males may form loose bachelor herds, and as they age, they become more solitary. Male elephants go through a period of heightened testosterone, aggression, and unpredictable behavior known as must. During must, bulls will compete against each other for mating opportunities. After breeding, gestation lasts up to 22 months, the longest of any mammal. Females typically give birth to a single calf, though twins are not unheard of. Asian elephant calves are born weighing between 150 and 300 pounds and are very hairy, hairier than baby African elephants. Calves are cared for by its mother and other females of the herd, referred to as aunties. Elephants are highly intelligent and have the largest brain of any land animal. The brain may weigh up to 12 pounds. Elephants are also very tactile. They touch and caress each other with their trunk. They communicate through different sounds, including low-frequency rumbles, nearly imperceptible to the human ear, to communicate over long distances. They have complex social structures and even exhibit mourning behavior over deceased companions. The average life expectancy of Asian elephants is around 50 to 60 years, though some have lived into their 80s in managed care. There are more elephants in Africa than there are in Asia. Asian elephants are endangered due mainly to habitat loss. They may also be killed in human-elephant conflicts. They are threatened by poaching for their ivory and skin as well. And despite an international ban on Asian elephant ivory trade since 1975 and China's closing of the legal ivory market in 2017, the greatest demand for ivory sales remains in the elephant's home ranges of Southeast Asia. It is believed people have worked with Asian elephants for around 5,000 years. A familiar and popular sight at many local zoos around the world, roughly a third of the world's population of Asian elephants now lives under human care. Our mission is to inspire a greater awareness of global wildlife species and the importance of animals in the world's ecosystems. Amazing Wildlife is an independently produced program and is not affiliated with any specific zoological organization or facility. You can support our ongoing broadcast by subscribing to the show through your favorite podcasting app. Join us for more of the world's most fantastic animals on the next Amazing Wildlife. Special thanks to the following organizations for their education, research, and conservation programs that provided information for this episode. The Animal Diversity Web, Cincinnati Zoo and Botanical Garden, the Columbus Zoo and Aquarium, the Fort Wayne Children's Zoo, NOAA Fisheries, the Oregon Zoo, the Red Panda Network, San Diego Zoo Global, the SeaWorld Animal Guide, Bush Gardens Tampa, Smithsonian's National Zoo, the World Wildlife Fund, Zoo Atlanta, Zoo Knoxville.